0: Isn't this lucky, Tyler, that we both got on jury duty somehow?
1: Yeah. um, Have you ever been on jury duty before?
0: No, I I, I don't know anything about it. Like, I think you go to this thing called uh, a cot or something like that. And you just sit there for a few days.
1: Uh, Well, I think it's like a court. Uh, Yeah, I think court is the right word. That's oh yeah, that I, sounds
0: more right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh I've I've watched a couple of those shows like uh Judge Judy and um uh, there's this one other one where there's like three judges. Um
0: wait, there can be more than one judge?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one. It's kind of weird.
0: That's crazy.
1: Uh but but anyway, it's it's uh I'm I'm surprised that like they want our intellect on there, so maybe we're the judges?
0: Oh, that yeah, that would be sick, actually. Like, I assume they get paid a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, you, usually when I watch these shows, it's usually the judge, the bailiff, the two parties, and the audience.
0: Oh, yeah, and there's... I mean, they couldn't have an audience of just two people, right? Yeah. So, so we gotta be... Unless we're being sued, yeah, we gotta yeah. be, like, the judge.
1: Yeah, there can't be, like, ten other people behind that door. Like... Oh, this is gonna be the easiest adventure we have had yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, we don't have to think about. I'll vote innocent, and you vote guilty, no matter what. And then it's just a hundred jury, and we could go home.
1: Exactly.
2: So go open that door, and let's find out who's on the other side. Click. Son of a bitch. Why is there ten other people in this room? <laughs>
1: And we're back. That's right. Uh, back with a new recording software. Ooh. Ooh. Hopefully it works. Maybe it sounds better. Maybe it sounds worth.
0: Yeah, pro- I actually think it'll be better because it's going to be filtered through that, um, noise suppression that Discord has.
1: Oh, weird. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you been, Adam? It's been a l- little while. Pretty good. Uh...
0: I've had some minor frustrations, but nothing worth even talking about, I guess.
1: Nice. Same here. Same here. <laughs> uh, I've went through all the emotions within the last week or so. I went to. Oh yeah. Philadelphia.
2: Oh right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a good time. Yeah. Um. Other than uh, how how are you people at home doing?
0: We expect you to email us at Pathetic Premier with uh, how you're doing.
1: Uh, I want them to snail mail us. A snail, okay. <laughs> um,
0: Just, do you want to give them your address or my address in that case? Uh,
1: no, I'm going to give them like the, um, the uh, 1600 Pennsylvania uh, Avenue. Okay. In Washington, D.C. <laughs>
0: I assume that's one of the government buildings.
1: That's the White House. Okay. <laughs> so Joe Biden can read all our letters.
0: <laughs> he does. He doesn't even notice they're not for him. He's just like, why do people think I'm uh, into movies?
2: He's like, my favorite movie was America. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies, that uh, uh, that I, I saw a very interesting movie the other night. I want to go see the machine. Okay. Have you ever heard about the machine? I don't think so. You know Bert Kreischer.
0: Um, uh, what's he been in?
1: Uh, he's the shirtless comedian. Ah, uh, maybe. Just, just type in "shirtless comedian" and you'll get it.
3: Oh, I've
0: seen this guy, but I don't think I've ever seen a bit from him, but I, like, recognize him, yeah.
3: So,
1: so this whole movie is based on his life, where he okay. accidentally got caught up uh, with the Russian mafia.
0: For real?
2: Yeah, with his dad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And his dad is played by Mark Hamill. <laughs> it's It's pretty funny, actually.
0: That's, I would not expect a thing about a random comedian to involve the
1: mob. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, like, uh, he got really big in the 90s uh, when he was in college, actually. Uh, Rolling oh, yeah. Stone, Rolling Stones actually wrote an article about him uh, for, like, the guy who parties the most in America. The college student that parties the most in America.
0: That sounds like a Rolling Stones article, yeah.
1: And, like, they were gonna make, like, a, a movie around him, actually, at the time. Even back then? Yeah, uh, and huh. th- they didn't, uh and they didn't want to, like, name it after him, and they didn't want him to star in it, and, like, it was back and forth, back and forth, but, uh, and this director kind of gave up trying to sell this movie, so a different director tried selling the movie under a different name and a different actor, and they bought it right away, but the plot stayed the exact same
0: stupid how that works like i i don't know a lot of the behind the scenes things like that but i swear every time someone tells me something with a movie it's something dumb like that
1: do you know what movie that was what uh national lampoons van wilder oh for real that whole movie is bert's life wow yeah i've not
0: seen that but i know a little bit about it
1: and ryan reynolds got to play bert or Van wilder (laughs) yeah just a little tidbit of the day huh
2: yeah. Well, anyway, uh on uh, in the exact opposite note as
1: Van Wilder. Uh, what movie are we doing today, Adam?
0: Uh we're doing 12 Angry Men.
2: Uh, uh, which one?
0: Uh,
2: the uh
0: original uh, 1957.
1: Damn it. I watched El Coruco Hua of this was like,
0: honestly, one of the wildest things to me when you're like, wait, which one? I was like, is there seriously more than one?
1: Uh, okay. Uh, I'm looking at 12 Angry Men just in general on a Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, there's 12 Angry Men, the 1957 film. Ek Rukahua Faija, sorry if i butchered that, is an Indian H- Hindi language thriller film. Basically, 12
2: Angry Men, but in India. Okay. 12 Angry Men of the 1997 remake, made for television. 12, the Russian remake. Uh, 12, Citizens, the Chinese
1: remake in 2014.
0: Love how it's Citizens for, like, the communist country.
1: (laughs) And... Vai Mai is a 2016 Indian Tamil language courtroom
2: drama. So another wow. Indian one. Yeah.
0: I guess they really liked this in India.
2: Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> um it's Yeah, and this movie has also like been like all over the place with through
1: television through um uh, radioed through
0: everything in between kind of i mean both of us knew what this was without really digging or anything even if we didn't, hadn't, hadn't ever seen it and it's like it's like i don't know how old this is i'm too lazy to do math right now but it's like at least 50 years old which is crazy that like people still know what this is
1: and like you can see it in like the flintstones you can see it in um the dick van dyke show you can see it in family guy you can even yeah. see it in king of the hill yeah <laughs> King of the hill
0: yeah it's, it this is like i mean it's it's not often for something to kind of have like the influence and like i guess the legacy of of this i mean especially considering such a low stakes theme like there's like one set in the whole movie, you know
1: yeah it, well you mean like a uh I believe the term is like a bottle episode
2: or bottle movie,
0: yeah, this is basically like a bottle episode, yeah,
2: oh uh, bottle movies. Uh, it's his best bottle movies of all time. Right? Let's
1: let us let let's see. Uh, if it, it makes the list, twelve is buried. Eleven is Clue. Ten is Lock. Nine is Carnage. Eight is Coherence. Seven is Guilty. Conspiracy. The Breakfast Club. Man from Earth. Rope. Rear Window.
2: And Twelve Angry Men is number one.
0: I don't recognize most of those movies, but I do like how "The Man from Earth," which literally sounds like it's like I'm sure it's set in one spaceship or something stupid like that, but that sounds like that could be an intergalactic crazy thing. Is apparently a bottle thing.
1: (laughs) You're not even close. The entire film primarily takes place in a single room at a home of John Oldman, a professor who claims to be ageless and has having been alive for fourteen hundred years.
0: Oh, that's weird.
1: Oh, His colleagues who had arrived for a farewell party debate the valid- valid- validity of his absurd claims, which include having been born in the Paleolithic era, being a disciple of Buddha, and owning a Van Gogh painting gifted by the man himself. The story that <laughs> Oldman recites is delightfully engaged, entertaining and provides an alternate way to look at, at the world.
0: So basically, like, the whole movie is a flashback.
1: No, it's the whole movie is just him in a room with all his like colleagues and everything, all his friends. And his friend is like, Wait, how can you explain this Van Gogh
2: painting? And he's like, Well, I was there.
0: That could actually be good or that could be very boring.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, 12 Angry
1: Men has the legacy behind it of just like you, you even if you have not never seen it you've heard of it
2: yeah
0: yeah or... and, and that is crazy cuz i i can do the math now and this is 65 years old
1: Jeez.
2: happy <laughs> 65th anniversary
1: uh, like when you first like said this movie i was like finally adam we're doing a court drama again I knew so, you'd be
0: so excited like I don't even know why I watched it like I, I noticed it was available to stream I was like I've wanted to watch that for a while and one of the first things I thought was I was like if I want to watch this anyway he's going to be so excited if I tell him this is what we're doing
1: I've been meaning to watch this for forever and like yeah me too <laughs> you finally gave me a reason to yeah <laughs> um, so there's only really one big core drama left that's made an impact in history well two actually two actually Uh, which one's you thinking uh the one that i'm thinking is kramer versus kramer
0: oh yep yep
2: and then uh the people versus og simpson
3: is that a movie or is that a show Uh, uh,
1: oh it's a it's actually a documentary i just made that up
0: okay (laughs) because there was like the american crime story the people versus oj simpson which is one of my favorite like shows i've ever watched even though it's obviously only one season but i mean that was really good
1: uh here let me just screw it on this list just to make sure i'm not missing any Uh, i think the
0: one i don't know if it's like super influential but one of the ones everyone knows is a few good men
2: oh yeah that one too oh yeah a few good men is on this list Oh, Judgment at Nuremberg?
0: Oh yeah. You and know what? Tw- we should we should do a few good men at some point, and my dad should be a guest because that's like his favorite movie.
2: Yeah. I'm down. Uh there's just so many good like any movie that has a courtroom scene is pretty is pretty
1: good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's interesting too because usually you think of it and like most courtroom stuff seems really boring, but you can tell very compelling stories with it, and a lot of people are really good at doing that.
1: Oh, very good. Honestly, uh, it's and that's what, one of the reasons why I love film is just like taking a story and like having having just fun with it. Should I say? Yeah. And, like, having something people can all relate to.
0: Yep. It's, like, cool, too, how you can, like, end up relating to people you never thought. I mean, you have nothing in common with them at all. But, like, you can put yourselves in their situation by just watching it.
2: Right.
1: Uh, And, like, and that's why, like, like I found this out the other night. Uh, I have a weird tick while watching movies. Oh yeah. Um well, when I'm very like engaged in like feeling something in the movie, uh you will see me like grabbing my like collar of my shirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I I was watching like Spider-Man last night and like I like grabbed my collar and I looked down and I was like why am I doing this? <laughs> and then like I put my hands down and then another scene came up and I just grabbed it again. I was like what is going on? <laughs>
0: When you, like, discover you've been OCD this entire time.
1: (laughs) Oof. Oh, no, no, (laughs) no.
0: I think Uh, we probably all have something weird like that. Like, you might notice it yourself, but probably someone else has to point it out. And you're like, wait, do I actually
2: do that?
1: You're right. And I didn't notice it, but it was just, like, whenever I'm very engaged with the movie or in some way, shape, or form. Yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah back to 12 angry men um the, the thing with 12 angry men is uh, that we can't talk about 12 angry men without talking about the man the myth the legend henry fonda that's right i i've i've not seen a single another one of those movies
0: yeah, I mean, it's that's actually something that's weird too. Is it's like, yeah, I had I've never seen Twelve Angry Men, but I know what it is. I saw him, and I was like, I don't know his name, but I know who that is. I'm pretty sure I've never seen him in anything else, but like, yeah, I, like I,
1: I know who that is. Oh, we gotta pull this on Grant later. A uh, uh, future Adam, remind a uh, future, future Adam about this. Okay. Um, in apparently in 1949, there was a movie called Jigsaw.
0: Oh my God.
2: You know how much fun we can have that with Grant?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're doing Jigsaw. You know, that, that'd that be hilarious. We watched that, and he actually watches Jigsaw.
2: Um, what is Jigsaw? It's a film noir crime drama.
0: I mean,
2: it's in the same vein.
0: We watch it, and it's about... <laughs> Act, like some, some guy who calls himself jigsaw and he wants people to appreciate their lives
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah he's been a lot of things but i just never seen anything of it
0: yeah I, I think it's probably just i mean like he was a movie star of his day but probably of anyone's day there's not gonna be that many movies that are just going to be like iconic and they're just going to endure so, us being born way after his career was done, why would we watch something else he's
1: in? Oh, apparently he was in the original Grapes of Wrath movie.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very lucky I did not have to read Grapes of Wrath in high school.
1: Neither did I. I mean, I could have, but I chose not to.
0: It's just, it's just everyone, if you ask about Grapes of Wrath, was like, I I hated having to do that.
1: Right? Uh, I, th- I think like the worst book I've read in my high school career was p- besides like the Confederacy, but not the Confederacy, the Federalist Papers. I hated reading those. Oh, that,
0: honest. yeah, that's pretty boring. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, was uh, like uh, probably my favorite, actually, like book that I was forced to read in high school was A Voice and Men. Okay. I really liked A Weiss and Men.
0: I've like, probably my favorite a weird pick. I actually really like the Iliad.
3: Weird. Oh,
1: excuse me. Can I retract my statement? Sure. You know what movie? What book we literally read right after? Um, of Might and Men*. What? *The Hobbit*.
0: Oh, oh yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, and around that time, uh, *Desolation of Smog* was coming out. And if oh, we that's brought super cool. Yeah, and uh, um, and if we brought our movie ticket in to. The teacher, she would give us like extra credit points on the test.
0: You had like a cool teacher for like the English class or whatever.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It was all, it was, it was really fun.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) But yeah. uh,
1: uh, But as you were saying, like, uh, this guy has like passed, uh, like, was a movie guy uh, until like the 60s, like, 60s or, yeah, late 60s. Yeah. And, we still remember to him today, which shows him how powerful an actor he was. Uh, but like, we've only seen one film of his. That's the other weird thing.
0: See, that's like when we're really old people, there's going to be like kids that like know who Tom Cruise is, but they've only seen like one Tom Cruise movie.
1: They've probably seen only Top Gun. Let's be honest. Yeah,
0: That's the only one. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Let's just be honest here. It's only Top Gun. Speaking of Tom Cruise, he's actually in the news today. Oh, yeah. He's campaigning for Oppenheimer to be taken off the IMAX screen. Why? Because uh, uh, either Oppenheimer or Barbie off the IMAX screen in July. Because his movie's coming out then. Oh, for God's
3: sake.
1: He feels that his movie should be on
3: the IMAX screen. That's so
0: stupid. I mean, that's a, a very Tom Cruise thing to do, but...
1: It's a the new is uh it's a Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part one.
0: I it's already part one, Dane.
2: <laughs> but I feel like I would rather go see Oppenheimer and Barbie over Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah. Hot hot take with Mission Impossible. The first one is really good and that's not a hot take. The second one is terrible and that's not a hot take. The third one is really good again, and I think most people disagree with me on that. And after that, like, all the other ones, like, they're fine, but they're all the same movie over and over, so there's, like, no point in watching any of them after four.
2: Right. I, I just feel like Tom Cruise has just been writing off Top Gun, to be honest. Yeah. He's just been, yeah. Yeah who do you think? um, who do you think is the Henry Fonda of our generation? Or would you say it's Tom Cruise because he's had one good movie and just wrote it out
0: in that way, It's probably Tom Cruise. But Henry Fonda, from what I understand, is like, you know, like a reasonable person and like tried having morals in his movies and shit like that. And that is not Tom Cruise. So I'm not sure who I compared to him in that way.
1: Right. It's just kind of, oh, I mean, like, plus you're dealing with a Scientologist here. So let's come on. Right. Ah. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Like anything weird he does, we, we know where it came from.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um...
0: Did I ever tell you about the first speech I gave in a class? Uh, No. So a teacher who never taught speech or anything before didn't really know how to make the rubrics or anything. And they wanted to just do something easy. So the first speech was, who's a celebrity you'd like to meet and why? And they didn't put a time limit or anything. So everyone else was phony and just doing really short ones. And I wasn't the first one anyway. I was like, you know what? If you're not going to put a bunch of effort into this rubric, I'm not going to put effort into this speech. So I went up in front of the class and I went... I would like to meet Tom Cruise because he would make me feel tall, and uh, he's a Scientologist, and um, that's weird. I'd like to ask him about that. And then I sat down, and, and that's probably literally word for word the entire speech. Oh, huh. And I got an A for that. He, I mean, he was not happy, but he had to give me an A for that. You know
1: who, who I think is a good Henry Fonda for our generation? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep, I feel like he fits the picture. I mean, he's been in, like, John Wick and uh, Bill and Ted, but that's yeah. really it.
0: No, I mean, as far as, like, a person who at least has the persona of, like, a good guy who does good things, yeah, that's that's Keanu. Yeah.
2: See? Perfect. <laughs> um, I wouldn't
0: have thought of that, but that's good.
2: Yeah, I was just kind of like,
0: who
1: fits the... Oh, and The Matrix. Why am I forgetting The Matrix?
0: Because there's only one good Matrix.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah,
2: Twelve Angry Men. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'll
0: get on topic eventually.
2: I honestly really
1: liked the opening of this movie. Oh, yeah. Where it's just the credits are rolling and they're all just putting their coats down and everything. Yeah. It's like the perfect scene in these. You don't need to know much else. Because they're going to tell you everything.
0: Right, yeah. It, like, sets the stage without really doing anything, and and that's clever, you know?
2: Right? Like, I can't
1: tell you, like, everyone's name in this movie because it's impossible. So Yeah, they're
0: all, like, jury number five or six or whatever. Like, they don't really have names.
1: I mean, uh, we learn of... Henry Fonda's character's name at the very end.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember what it was now.
1: And we learned your number's nine's name. It's uh, Davis and
2: McArdle. Okay. Uh, Did you
0: notice, it it wasn't like the opening credits credits, but like after they're like, like this guy will die if you guys vote guilty. And then they show the guy like sitting there, like, like the kid sitting there and then they go into the jury room. Did you notice that the first little bit is a long take when they're in the jury room?
1: Just one long take?
0: Yeah, I think, like, the first, like, ten minutes or so they're in that room is a long take when the camera just slowly goes back and forth and they're all having side conversations and stuff like that. And there's no cuts anywhere in it at all.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if this movie, like, if this movie was redone today. I feel like this movie could be done in one take.
0: Yeah, and, I mean... Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. But even that little, like, even though it wasn't like a whole movie, like that that one bit I noticed, it, I was like, oh my god, it's not cutting, and the camera's going around the room, and they're all like getting out of the way of it and having conversations and movie off when they need to, and stuff I was like this is choreographed, this is good,
1: right? Uh, it's, it's honestly, every character is like, like, some of the characters kind of like mushed together, but I can name pretty much five characters off the top of my head just about how they acted
0: yeah and that that's cool that they I mean they none of them have a backstory um none of them even have a name but like most of them had a distinct personality
1: well you're not really like when you go on jury duty I think you're not supposed to know each other's names you're yeah and, and that's to...
0: kind of the point of it yeah you don't want you don't want to get into a fight with one of your juries and then like other jurors and then track them down you know
1: like, even, like, on the Wikipedia page here, it's, like, juror one is the jury foreman, a common but methodical assistant high school football coach, and that's all you need to know. Yep. A juror number two, a meek and unpretentious bank teller who is easily flustered, but eventually stands up for himself. Hey, that's me. <laughs> uh, Juror number three, a hot temper owner of a courier business who is estranged from his son, the most passionate advocate of a guilty verdict. Which is, that's the guy who sits in the corner, right?
0: Yeah, I was like, he's the guy who who just thinks the guy's guilty because of who he is, I think. Yeah.
1: And yeah. he's like, and I think they throw him out because he's being uh, uh, prejudiced against him. Yeah. Uh, juror number four is unflappable, conscientious, and anecdotal stockbroker who is concerned only with facts, not opinions.
0: Yeah, he's like one of the last ones to like switch his vote, but like he's like, wait, if she wore glasses, then maybe she doesn't know.
1: Oh, excuse me. Juror number three is not him. Juror number three Um, is the very last guy that breaks down. Okay. Juror number five is the one who uh, gets thrown out because Uh, a, a Baltimore Orioles fan who grew up in a violent slum and is sensitive to bigotry towards slum kids. Wait, no. Maybe. No,
0: yeah, he's the one who was offended by, uh... Yeah. Yeah.
1: A juror number six, a tough but principal house painter who objects to others, especially the elderly being verbally abused.
0: Yeah, that one guy that keeps standing up for a juror, nine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, juror number seven, uh, a wisecracking salesman who's more concerned about the Yankees game he is missing than the case.
0: He's the worst. I mean, he's yeah. the second worst character.
1: Yeah, he's just like I don't care about this case. Let's just vote them out and let's get going.
0: I like how, like, even like the people that were voting like uh, innocent like turned on him when he goes to innocent. They're like, "Are you kidding me? Like, like you're gonna vote innocent just because you want to leave?"
2: Right. Uh, and then we have juror number eight, uh, humane, justice-seeking, uh,
1: which is our guy, architect, a father of three, initially the only one to answer question, the evidence, vote not guilty. Uh, juror number. I thought number... he
0: does like a better job defending the defendant than the dude's lawyer apparently did.
1: Well, my 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 thing about it though is like he didn't even know if his answer was right.
0: Yeah, he he was just like, I, I don't feel comfortable just doing this without thinking about it, you know?
1: Like, he literally was like, I want a discussion here. I don't want to just sit back and relax and, like,
2: go to the baseball game. I want a discussion because this is a man's life. Yeah. Uh, juror number nine,
1: a thoughtful and intellig- intelligent elderly man who is highly observant of the witness's behavior and their possible motivations.
0: He's uh, the one who, like, um comes up with, like, a lot of the reasons to say the guy's innocent once, like, Juror 9 kind of makes him start thinking that way, too. Because he's like, you know, now that I think about it, I noticed all of these details.
1: I, I think my favorite, like, little, like, game, uh, test they do is the knife test. Yeah. Where, where the third guy walks up, he's like, oh, no, 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 you, he, you would never stab a guy with this type of knife like this. You would always stab him like this.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it's 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 like that test, the walking test, and even just like questioning like, hey, how about that woman's eyesight? Do you really think she can see in the middle of the dark across the way with yeah. no glasses on, nothing? Yeah. Uh, I like or... the,
0: when they're like, how could he hear it if there was like a train and he's like building up to it? And, like, you can tell some of the jurors know where he's going with it, but, like, those two are, like, what's your point over and over until he says it? It's, like, that. it's so obvious what he's, like, trying to say before he says it.
2: Right. Um, uh, or my, another one of my favorites is the whole,
1: uh, the movie question one. Where he's yeah. like, oh, what movie did you go see? Oh, I went to go see this movie. Oh, well, what else was playing that night? Um. Uh, uh, it was uh, this movie. And then she's like, who stars in that movie? Oh, I, I know who it is. It's this person. And then it just keeps going and going. He's like, do you really think that... And you're not under stress right now. If somebody else was under stress, do you think uh, you can remember all those facts? He's like, uh, well, no. <laughs> well, there That's you That's like go. the
0: first time that the um, that guy sweats because he even says earlier, like everyone else, it's like, it's so hot in here. He's like, I never sweat. And he starts like interrogating that guy about the movie, and he sweats a little bit. If you didn't notice that,
1: yeah, I saw it a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. Juror number ten, a pushy, loudmouth garage owner who's bigoted, uh, bigoted towards slum life people. There we go. Okay, that, okay,
0: that's that guy. Okay.
1: A juror number eleven, a polite European watchmaker and naturalized American citizen who demonstrates strong respect for democratic values such as due process. And then we nope. have juror number 12, an indecisive and easily distracted advertising exec- executive. Which that's he's the guy. He's kind of the
0: worst, too. Like, I, I mean, he takes it more seriously than, like, the salesman, but both of them can't pay attention to what's going on.
1: But, but he's the guy that, like, um, isn't he the guy that when he turns on the fan, he starts throwing, like, a, a ball at the fan? Is that yeah. The yeah. And the ball ball comes back and hits somebody in the head. And they're just like, hey, stop that.
2: Yeah, he's
0: just like, what a stupid thing to do or something. I was like, oh, man, like for the 1950s, those are fighting words.
1: Yeah. It's like, you want this? <laughs> uh, this movie, just like the... That's probably my second favorite thing of all time about movies is just character interactions. This movie yeah. really shows the interactions between... 12 different people of different parts of life
0: yeah and that was part of like i mean i know you like the legal stuff but it's like i mean this movie's made for you because this movie is nothing but a bunch of distinct personalities just like riffing off each other
1: right this is my movie of all time yeah (laughs) like i probably put in my top 10 probably
0: oh yeah like i'm I'm probably not, like, that high, but I loved this. Yeah, this was a lot of fun.
1: I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but it's, like, be top 20 to top 10, probably. Yeah, like, yeah, it ranks up there. Oh, uh, so, apparently scrolling down a little bit in the Wikipedia page, Um, they actually, uh, speaking of screening a film during the 2010 Fort University Law School Film Festival, so
2: apparently they've thrown this in front of a law school just to tell, like, how good the, ju- the jury process is. If that makes Tons. sense.
0: Yeah, no, that does. Uh, I wouldn't expect it to be used in, like, an academic setting.
2: Well, possibly. Uh, uh, it says,
1: 12 agreement will. Sh- Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor uh, stated that seeing 12 angry men while she was in college influenced her decision to pursue a career in law. She was particularly inspired by immigrant jurors 11 monologue on his reverence for American justice system. She also told the audience of law students that as a non, as a lower court judge, she would sometimes instruct juries to not follow the firm example because most of the jurors Conclusions are based on speculation, not fact. So to me, you know, know that the events such as juror eight entering a similar a knife into the proceeding, performing outside research into the case in the first place, and hopefully the jury as a whole m- making broad wide-ranging assumptions far beyond the s- scope of reasonable doubt. So essentially what she's saying is like, hey, uh, look more into things rather than just leaving them be with that one knife they showed in that was like 10 feet away from you.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, honestly, so like, I mean, basically she's saying if this were to happen, it would probably result in a mistrial. Yeah. But that would be such a good thing for like the accused person because it would become a mistrial and they'd be like, why? And they'll be like, Oh, um, all the people in your, uh, and your jury noticed these inconsistencies and then he could get a lawyer that was worth something to be like, Hey, listen, like the jury figured this out on its own. Your case is done. Like they already did your job. Just, just (laughs) do do what they did.
2: Right. (laughs) Um,
1: um, so, so here's a trivia question for you, Adam. Okay. So we, we talked about some of the adaptations and like remakes
2: of this movie. What was the first adaptation of this movie?
0: Oh, geez, it probably doesn't even like share its name with it or anything.
2: Uh, let me find. Uh, let
1: me look at Google real quick. Okay. For no reason.
0: Just to make sure you're right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of. Um, uh, let me go.
3: Why there are no. Why, why? would I want to? Do? What the fuck? Um. Oh, can I just do
2: this technical difficulties, everyone? Oh, it is okay. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Um. Take a guess. Just wild guess.
0: I'm. I'm gonna guess because. I'm pretty sure you said said something like there was a bunch of like foreign ones. I'm going to guess it's like something I can't even say. And it's like. Oh, you it's like you, one
1: you, of the... you, you can definitely say this one. Oh, I can. Okay. I, I know you can.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was going to just guess country of origin in that case, but okay. Uh...
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, that should limit it down for you because I know you can. I know you've spoken this language before.
0: Uh, I mean, it has to be English then, right?
1: <laughs> uh, no.
0: Oh, geez. Um,
1: it's. Uh, do you want it, or do you just want to guess the country of origin?
0: Uh, yeah. Just tell me what it is.
1: Uh, dieswolf Wolf geschwornen.
0: Oh, it's like German. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: the tw- uh, Twelve Angry Men.
0: I only know how to swear in German. <laughs>
1: See, I know
2: that you were able to say it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this yeah. Uh, apparently, this movie also won a lot of awards.
3: It, I, I better have.
1: <laughs> but it was did not win any Academy
2: Awards. Jerks. Oh, okay, it was nominated for Best Picture, but what what would have what won that year? Come on.
0: Does it tell you what one? Or I suppose we can just
1: go to
2: the oh, Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Bridge on the River Kwai.
0: No one knows what that is.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally all the other oh, nominees that year. Uh, or, I have no idea who they are. Have you ever heard of Peyton Place? Or Sirenara? No. Or Witness? I might have heard of the,
0: Sirenara.
1: Or a Witness for the Prosecution?
0: What the fuck? Yeah, what is Sayonara? That sounds familiar. Sayonara
1: is a 1957 American technical. Uh, it tells the story of an American Air Force
2: fighter pilot during the Korean War who falls in love with a famous Japanese dancer.
0: I have heard of this movie. I don't know anything about it, but I think it's probably just because it's a Marlon Brando movie.
2: Uh, no. No? No. Maybe it was. Yes, it is.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, But yeah, uh, fuck the 1957
1: Oscar Academy Awards. We're, <laughs> we're going to boycott them. No one ever go back to 1957 Academy Awards. Nobody.
0: If, if you build a time machine, the last place you go is the
1: 1957 Academy Awards. No, what I do is I go to before when all the people were making their votes and I stuffed the ballot box full of 12 Angry Men.
0: (laughs) They're like, there is only like 100 votes and there's like 200 votes in this box and half of them are for uh,
3: 12 Angry Men.
1: And and then I stay in the background and so what? (laughs) Um...
0: so what crack your knuckles and the guy like kind of pulls out his collar like yeah they won
1: and then i'm just like uh i pull it like like a grenade and just be like gone
2: (laughs) just something that they cannot stop in that time period yeah Um. but yeah um
1: this movie is just i feel like has a lot going for it From the character directions to just the interaction itself. This movie is first and foremost a court drama of like these 12 people trying to decide if this kid is guilty or not. If he's going to die or not. Right. And one guy going one by one turning them all around. Because if he knows if he can get one guy to turn around, he can get them all to turn around.
0: Yeah, and he's not even, like, I mean, that's what he ends up ultimately setting out to do, but originally he's just like, I just don't feel comfortable doing this without, like, considering it. And then he does get Juror 9 to change his opinion. He's like, wait, am I onto something?
1: Right? And it turns out he was. It was just, it took him some time to figure it out. Yeah. Um. Like, and who knows? Like, he even says that, like, when they're, like, going down, I think, like, the third or fourth time he just how do i want to say it he um he does he's flat out says it. i don't know if i'm right or wrong i'm just going off of what the facts were presented between
2: out there and what we have discussed in here yeah or something to that effect
3: yeah
0: Yeah, he's, he's just trying to not be rash. It's not like he's, like, super convinced that the guy didn't do it. He just, you know, he just doesn't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, with the facts presented, like, I would vote not guilty just by, like, the facts were presented back there, to be yeah. honest. Like, it just doesn't seem
2: probable, should I say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, when you start to, like, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting the way it works because normally you'd watch the court case and then you'd have an idea. But with it j- solely being about the jurors, you don't know all the case details. And, like, right away, everyone's just like, there was so much evidence he was guilty. And when they actually talk about the evidence, you're like, maybe that's not that convincing. And that just happens over and over.
2: Right. Yeah. Oh. uh if it's just i would i I'm, imagine just like being one of those guys that like actually
1: just wanted to go see the game and they're just like oh it's court duty let's see if i can get out of these because how much was yeah. a baseball how much was a baseball ticket back then uh no
2: much was a 1957 baseball ticket price
1: Uh, that doesn't help. But oh yeah, it does. It was a dollar seventy, Adam.
0: Okay, I'm gonna figure out what that is today. Hold on.
1: Because uh, no, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Boston. Yeah, because it was a Boston game, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. So it was a dollar seventy. Yeah. Okay, let's find out.
3: Uh, that would be.
0: Hold on, I can't put like a point in this calculation.
3: So
2: so, so, yeah, just make it
0: So that's like that's like twenty one seven if it's two dollars. So it's probably like eighteen bucks.
1: Oh, that's nothing. (laughs) And and like this is probably like nosebleed tickets, if anything. Yeah, I'm like just you're deciding over a man's life. A baseball game for twenty bucks can wait.
0: Yeah. I do. Oh, but... I think one of my favorite themes with this movie, I'm sure other jurors have done this before, where like they don't immediately agree and they're like frustrated and they're like, we're a hun jury. But can you imagine how angry the judge would be if they were in there for like 20 minutes and they were like, so yeah, we can't work this out?
2: Right. Um, I feel like the judge would just come on and just be
1: like, if they didn't like it. Uh if he if Henry Fonda's character did not like turn around, I feel like uh the judge would have came in and just been like, Hey, no no.
2: Um it's it's he's gonna be voted guilty if no one gets in this next vote.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um can you imagine if they made this movie today?
0: I I'm sure it probably... There'd probably be some questionable decisions if they made this today.
1: I mean, looking at the other side of the coin, though, of just think about the acting choices of this movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what they would even do with that.
1: Oh, one There's person... probably oh, some
0: fun ones.
1: Oh, one person, 100%, that has to be in this movie is uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um... There's so many good. Uh, Adam Driver would also be great in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, just you could have
3: a lot of fun with this movie. Downey would definitely be the salesman. Um,
1: I just feel like yeah, there would be like a ton of different options you could go down. If you yeah. you could do Will Smith if you really wanted to.
0: You know, a not fun option. So because Chris Pratt needs to be in everything apparently. If you had to make one of them Chris Pratt,
3: which one would you? Uh
1: I feel like I feel like he should be the guy who gets no, he should not be the guy who gets shunned. I feel like he should be the last one to turn.
0: Yeah, just the the accountant guy. Not
1: yeah, yeah.
2: the the guy who sits in silence at the end.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably kind of that's a vanilla
0: role he could fill. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. But we don't want to get too far down on the Avengers route
1: at that point. Yeah, because like we can only pull so many people from there.
0: You know how hard it's going to be eventually to find actors that weren't in a super movie, hero movie in some way or form?
2: Oh, it's going to be terrible. You, Adam, you you: <laughs> Marvel has been going on for 25 years. not 25 uh, years. Ten years. Yeah. Uh, no, 15.
0: I know I was in high school when, like, Iron Man and and uh, The Hulk came out.
2: Yes, it's been... I, I want to say it's 15 years.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, if I... Uh, because they have to be serious, but they have to... Good, serious movie actors.
3: Yeah.
1: 10 best unexpected comedic performances from...
2: I don't want comedic formuses. Um, Brad Pitt would be good.
0: Yeah, that he'd be pretty good.
2: And same with uh, Mark Warburg.
0: You know, sometimes I really like him and sometimes I don't, but I think he'd be good in something like this.
2: Who would be the elderly guy? Who's like the elderly... Um...
0: Uh, um, I know who the the guy who's um Alfred in um the Batman movies.
1: Uh,
2: which one?
0: Uh, the um Christopher Nolan ones.
3: Uh,
2: Christopher, uh, Nolan, Batman. Michael Caine.
0: Michael Caine.
1: Uh, I
2: thought he died.
0: Oh, okay. I guess if he's if he died, that doesn't. I, I
1: don't know if he died. So, give me a sec. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's not dead, but he's ninety. So we gotta hurry up. Okay. Oh, <laughs> huh. fun fact for you: Did you know Wikipedia? On some people's pages, they have
2: a voice clip by them.
0: Oh, that's weird. Because you're looking at Michael
2: Caine. Yeah. Huh. That's. For, for for a second there, when you brought up like, um, uh, how do I want to say? It? Since you brought up uh, Alfred
1: from Batman, I always my initial thought went to the newest iteration of Alfred in the Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have uh, no
0: idea who played Alfred in that.
1: Oh, you, you really don't know?
0: Well, I haven't seen it. I don't think I saw him in a trailer or anything.
2: It's Andy Circus.
3: How
0: does that even make sense? Is he super young?
2: Uh yeah, uh, this is
1: like hit Batman's like second or third year of
0: Batman. Okay. <laughs> okay that that like threw me for a loop there for a little bit.
1: <laughs> so you
2: were just like, "Gollum is Alfred? What?
0: <laughs>
3: Dang."
2: Uh, uh, yeah, it could work.
3: Oh. Um... Oh, you know who else you could get, probably. Cool.
2: Why did I just uh, like Steve Carell would be good.
0: Oh yeah, that would work.
1: Yeah, I come on, people. We're, we're we're putting together like the best ragtag group of people. And you need like some series. You need some diversity in there. It, it would. uh, he's
0: like a really good serious actor too honestly I mean everyone knows him as like a comedian but he is so good in the big short and that's the only serious thing I know him in but he's really good in that
1: oh we gotta watch a little Miss Sunshine at some point
0: yeah that's on my list yeah that's definitely something we gotta do Uh,
1: but I mean you also need like some diversity in the cast so maybe uh, Will Smith I know he's like kind of banned from the Oscars but it could work
0: yeah, you know, you, we could make like an anti Oscar bait movie like it's going to be a really good movie, but we just include Will Smith so that there's no way it gets nominated.
1: Uh, and like there's some newer actors you could throw in there like Oscar Isaac, you could throw in uh
0: Oh, I forgot about him, yeah.
1: Yeah, th- there's just a bunch of different crazy people you could throw in there. Yeah. Um here uh But did you ever hear the new rules for the eligibility? Oh
0: uh, no! Man. I didn't.
1: It was something to the point. Uh, let me look at them real quick. Uh, to do
3: eligibility. Uh, where the hell is it? Oh. Uh,
1: Here, let me try that again. Uh, But, yeah, it's just uh, different rules, like starting this year or next year, one of the two. Uh, Rules
2: for uh, new rules for Oscars uh, nominations. Okay, here it is. Uh, it, uh, for the 96 Oscars 2024, a film must meet two out of the four of the following standards to be deemed eligible. Okay. Uh, st- two of the four. Fo- so standard A,
1: on-screen representation, themes, and narratives. So this is one of them that you could do. To achieve standard A, it must meet one of the following criteria. A lead or significant supporting actors. At least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors is from an unrepresented racial or ethnic group. Okay. And then it lists them. Asian, uh, Hispanic, Black, uh, Indigenous, Middle Eastern, Native Hawaiian, or other Pacific Islander. Other unrepresented race or ethnicity. Uh, general ensemble cast, at least 30% of the same thing above uh, or more minor roles from at least two of the following underrepresented groups, women, racial or ethnic groups, LGBTQ, uh, people with cognitive or physical disabilities who are deaf or hard of hearing. And then this last one is subject minor, um, or main story about said things.
0: And that's to be best picture?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the standards. You just got to do two of the four of these. So this is the you, first. You ones. know
0: that there's gonna be movies that wanna be uh, nominated, but they don't wanna actually do any of that stuff. So they're gonna have like a character that, in like one scene, says they're gay. Uh, that's and where... it never affects the rest of the movie.
1: Uh, well, that's the thing. At least 30 percent of the actors in the secondary and more minor roles are at least two of the following.
0: I guess that 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 might be enough so that they can't just get away with things like that.
1: But but they're pro- if they want to go that route, they probably want to go standard B. Standard B is uh you must meet one of these is standard B. Um, it's basically all the background people like your casting director, your cinematographer, your composer, your costume designer must be within the women, racial, LGBTQ, etc. Okay. Um. Same thing with uh, overall crew co- uh, comp- composition. At least 30% of the film crew is from the phone, un- un- unrepresented groups, women, racial, ethnic, etc. Okay. Um, standard C is industry access and opportunities, paid apprenticeship and internship opportunities. So basically giving internships or apprenticeships to those groups. Same thing with training and opportunities. And the last one is standard D representation in marketing, publicity, and distribution. So basically, in all your publicity or uh, marketing or distribution, you must
2: include this. Okay. So as long as you meet, like, either people in the movie, uh, people around the movie,
1: helping people in those groups rise in their respective groups,
2: or promoting those people in uh, publicity, you gotta meet two of those places
0: that's pretty yeah. cool
2: yeah but and that's where like a new 12 angry men would come into situation because 30% would be it, what is that uh, was 30% for four? or I'm yeah. just dumb I am dumb <laughs> And I bet people, uh, it it would still be able to be 12 angry men, right? Right? Yeah. (laughs) I hope so.
0: You know, honestly, if you made this today, I mean, you couldn't call it 12 angry men, but it could definitely be based on this. But, I mean, there's not any reason why the jury would be all men, right? Like, there should probably be, like, at least, like, a couple women in the jury. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where we could you could have a lot of fun with the of remake of this movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, just do like six and six at that point.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of juries are probably made up like that anyway. I, I mean, I would guess at least.
1: Uh, did I ever talk to you about that uh, show? Sal showed me on Netflix. Uh, not Netflix, Amazon Prime. What was it? Uh, I think it's called Jury Duty.
0: Ah uh, no, you didn't.
1: So uh have you ever heard of the Joe Schmo show?
0: Yeah, yep.
1: So imagine that, but with jury duty. Oh my god. They get one guy and uh he thinks he's actually in jury duty the entire time. Um and of uh, and this jury duty is like a three, four week process. Uh and you know who's with him the entire way through?
0: Huh.
1: James Marsden.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, and, and like, it's all these, like, people around him, just, like, (laughs) one guy wants to be more robotic, so he, like, tapes two crutches to his, like, lower back, so he walks on, like, all
2: fours, as the crutches are the last two legs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty funny, like, I
1: have watched a couple episodes with him before, uh, uh, going to bed but it was it was a good time
0: I might check that out yeah that sounds like it could be fun
2: yeah um but yeah it looks like it's uh,
1: close to that time do you have any like final thoughts about this movie Adam
0: Um, it, this is like kind of a weird movie to talk about because it is so good but it's hard to really like talk about just a movie where like people just talk to each other but yeah it was really good like I don't know how to convince someone to watch it but you should do it
2: Yeah, most definitely.
1: Everyone should, like, give, like, this movie is, like, represented well enough that everyone should watch it at least one time in their life.
0: Yeah, so you can at least
2: understand what
0: it better when it's referenced to other places, if no other reason watch it for that.
2: Exactly.
1: Uh, That's why I kind of give this movie a 9 out of 10.
0: I'm not going to fight you on that. Yeah, this is probably 9 out of 10. Yeah.
1: Is this like the first time we like agreed right on the dot?
0: It's at least the first time we've agreed on the dot with like a really high number. Like I feel like maybe we've done it with like a like a five or something like that. But
1: yeah, I think one time we agreed with a three. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it was just it was a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why pathetic premiere will give uh, twelve angry men or uh
1: a, a lot of other name titles, or a nine out of ten,
3: boom But, yeah,
1: um, that was pretty fun, honestly,
0: yeah I'm, I'm I'm really glad we did this one. This is definitely one of the better movies we've we've ever done.
1: we should probably just do good movies from now on. <laughs> I checks notes for what's next week, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. If we
0: only do good movies, we can't get angry, and the only episodes that get views are when we're angry.
1: Is Is there a
2: movie with Beyonce?
1: I hope not.
2: Uh, Beyonce uh, movies. Oh great!
1: There is an entire documentary movie about her.
0: Is it that thing on Disney? I don't know. Because like when I log into Disney, there is something about. Beyonce.
1: Uh, uh, movies where Beyonce does the music.
3: Uh, that doesn't work.
2: Best Beyonce movies ranked.
3: Oh my!
0: I like, suppose she cameos in a bunch of movies.
2: Um. So number seven, Carmen Hip Hop- Hopra. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's a hip-hop and an opera? No. (laughs) The Pink Panther? Obsessed? Dreamgirls? The Lion King? She's in Austin Powers?
3: No. What?
2: Analek Records. Oh, I, I, we'll, 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 we'll get back to you on the
1: answer. Yeah, we'll,
0: well, you'll figure out how to torture me later.
1: Yeah, I'll just make you watch La La Land. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, go check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Uh, Pathetic Premiere, and eventually Letterbox because I feel like us having a letterbox would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, we should do
0: that. I don't know why we haven't done that. Now that you say that,
1: right? I have my own personal one, but I don't have a.
2: Pathetic premiere one. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next time.
3: Yeah, peace.
2: Okay, okay, Adam. Uh, so, we're all lined up now, and we're like, just to be
1: clear, just so we're both on the same page. Us with these ten other guys have to decide, whoever walks through that door, whether they're guilty or innocent.
0: I, I guess that's how this works. I mean, I thought this was gonna be easy now we have to convince ten people
1: to to just tie down the middle so like a mistrial so everyone can go home
0: yeah i I don't think we can do it. It's, it's not gonna be done
1: uh i I guess let's let's find out like who's actually um uh, uh like on a trial here. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and then we can figure out maybe, maybe if we really don't like whoever's on trial, we can just, we can skip this mistrial stuff and we can just try to get them convicted.
1: Um. Yeah. But, but we got to play it off so, like, we don't get convicted or yeah. we don't, they, they don't throw us out because we just go, yeah. like, oh, 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 it's, it's this guy. Yeah. No, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: um uh, Here, let me ask the judge. Hey, uh, Judge. What's up? Uh, so who who's on trial today?
0: Uh, Mister Sonic, the
3: Hedgehog. What's he? Has, what's he's on trial for? Murder. Adam. Guilty. Guilty.